Look, uh, ball player, ball player, no watching from the side. Said that you got him next, well, go ahead and show him why. No limits in the sky, go ahead and take your shot. This one is for the city. Let's what up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Up Next, the podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports. Uh, today we're on basketball, very high level basketball, as usual. Uh, but first, before we tell you who our guest is, first, I'm, of course, Jamal Murphy, and I got my co-host extraordinaire, Khalid Green, in the house. What's up, man? Peace, man. I'm happy to bring the young king on from Brooklyn, man. You know, JC, Jefferson's finest, now Hofstra's finest, you know? That's so right. ha- happy to bring him on our episode. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. As as uh, Khalid said, we got... Uh, Jaquan Carlos, class of 2021, a top 150 player by all accounts, uh, committed to Hofstra. He's a point guard from Brooklyn, uh, currently at Thomas Jefferson. Uh, so thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Definitely no problem. It's always a pleasure to join, but not much. Right now I'm in the gym over in Bushwick, getting in a lot of work. So, you know, let's we'll start it off. We're going to, you know, try to take you way back. Like when did, uh, tell us when you first started playing. And, and also when, when this sport first became your, your first love? Uh, I've been playing like since about like my second, third birthday. Like my mom threw a big party for me in Brownsville. Everybody was there in the recreation center just going around. Like I always loved basketball, she tells me. I always loved it since a kid. And like when it really started getting something that I really loved, like when I knew I was good at it and I could go somewhere, and I was about like 11, 12. Like, mm-hmm. I used to always play for fun, like go behind my building in Starry City. Always just go for fun because everybody else is doing it. I just wanted to join. But when I once I got like 10, 11, everybody started telling me like I could really be good. I should keep trying. I should keep going. Then like I started playing in local tournaments, started winning, started getting MVPs, and that's when I'm like, nah, I could really do this. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started. So, so you hit the whole Brooklyn circuit. I'm sure you hit the fun sport, the Conrad. Yeah. You know, that all of that Conrad, project win project probably. Win. Yeah. That's where it first started. It started. My name, it's crazy. I'll never forget my nickname in the tournament was Mr. I Get Buckets. That's how I really knew. <laughs> who, I who gave you that diamond? Uh, nah, Church. Lee oh, Church. Lee Church. Okay. Shout out Buckets to Lee Church. Made. Mr. I Get Buckets, Buckets Made Easily. That's when I really started. <laughs> okay. You would say, I guess from 10, aged 11, 10, 11, 12, you, did you kind of expect to be where you, where you are now? Nah, like, it, this, this is all, like, new to me. Like, I always knew I was good, but, like, always watching all the, all these plays in college, like, I never knew that I'd really be this good. Like, I knew I was I. You know, everybody in your area is going to tell you you're good because you're, you're the young boy in the area. But then I really started noticing it when I got, like, 12, 13. Like, I really was scoring a lot. I just felt like I could really be good. My friend just tell me, like, yo, you're really good. And I started playing with older kids. I used to score on them and stuff. I'm like, yo, if I could do this on them, I could do this any for people my age. It's going to be easy. Right. Right. So that's how I really started. That's how I really started to notice that I was getting good at it. So, so 12, 13, about 14, you know, at that point, you had to have, like, different school, high schools coming at you. Yeah. How'd you wind up at, at, at Jefferson? Because I heard through the rumorville that you were supposed to go to Bishop Lachlan. Yeah, yeah. Because I went to 113 Middle School, so, you know, Bishop Lachlan right there. And I played with, with New Heights. my man, Ra? Yeah, right. Ra. I played with New Heights. I was my coach. 
he, he gave me one of my first chances to really get out there. I was supposed to go to Lockman. I used to go there for tutoring, all of that. You know, Coach Frazier is the freshman coach. He was the freshman coach there. Right. He used to work out. I knew Keith, Marquise Noel. I knew, like, I was with Edon. I was familiar with all of them. So I used to, like, my whole mindset, like, yeah, I'm going here. I'm going here. But then, like, I, I didn't really want to play freshman. I thought I was good enough to play varsity, see him stepping in. But Marquise Noel came back. So they was telling me I was going to play freshman. So I'm like, nah. Then, like, then that's when, um, how did I come? Then Jeff, Marcus Burnett, he played with us on New Heights. He was at Jeff. He was, he was in high school before me. He was a freshman. I was still in eighth grade. He played freshman. He played varsity as a freshman. So then that's when we got in touch. They, they had a lot of seniors the year before. They went to the Garden. They lost. They had seniors, though. Right. So then, like, I stepped right in. They told me if I do what I got to do, the opportunity is there. So, but then I, I came apart. I joined. I finally decided about like, two days before school, two, three days before school, decided that that was what I was going to do. Got there. Played in a um, Hype City League. Hype City League. I killed. I was coming off the bench, though. Killed. Had, like, 25. First game. Everybody, who this kid? Freshman kid. Um, I'm on Boston. It was me. My teammate Damon Bostic and my other teammate Shamel Pond, Shamari Lover. Us three was freshmen. We played with the varsity team. We all came off the bench though, but I was having success. And that's from there, my freshman year, that's when it started. Just going up. We went to the championship in that tournament and lost, but that's where it started. Started going up, up, up. And ever since then, I just never looked back. I just stepped right in. Like, the opportunity was there. They needed a point guard. You know, Jeff is always known for having a good point guard, great point guard. So I just stepped right in and fit right in. School down a block from my house. So it was it was a quick connection. Right, right. So Lachlan, you should you should have offered him, you should have told him freshman varsity. Yeah, bad yeah, move. Definitely. Bad move. But, yeah. but we'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Go ahead. <laughs> so so at, at Jefferson, what, did you come off the bench as a freshman? I came off the bench in a preseason tournament. Mm-hmm. But you started when the regular I started, started like the second game. Okay. Okay. We played, I remember we played South Shore in the second game. I started. We beat them. Ever since then, I started. So you're a four-year starter. See, yeah, I gained my spot right there and practice every day. I gained my spot and started. So, Smoke, you caught that L, Smoke. <laughs> I heard about it. I know you're listening, but go ahead. We'll keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, ne- so next level, you about to you about to embark on college. You co- you committed to Hofstra, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So tell us tell us why you chose Hofstra. Um, I chose Hofstra because like I, I felt like I was loved there. Like I, like all other schools, like I felt like yeah, like they were interested, but not really like so much as Hofstra. I felt like they was like contacting me every day. Other schools was contacting me every day, but like it felt like they was like they was on it. Like, Nah, we need him. He, he's it. Then, like, I did my research with my head coach, assistant coaches. Like, we looked into it. A lot of guards from PSAL went to Hofstra, had success. Justin Dujour went to the – Justin's in the NBA Dujour overseas now. A lot of success. So, it's like, I could fit right in. I could fit, follow the same path. They from the PSAL, from where I'm from, around the town of New York. They all have success. And it's home. Mm. Home. Can't right. really give up on that. It's home. Right. It's just, it's just like I, I feel good about it. I just felt like that's how I'm in love. Right. 
good. That's good. And congratulations, man. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations. Because coming out of Starrite City, that's already a, a yeah, huge yeah, accomplishment yeah, yeah. for a young Definitely. black man. So Definitely. we're happy about that ourselves. Definitely. Let me ask you this. You mentioned, uh, you know, staying home, being home. We talked to a lot of kids um, who, you know, re- you know, in the last 10 years or so, the big thing has been prep school. You know, a lot of New York kids go, go to prep schools. Is that something you ever thought about? Nah, like I always wanted to do it straight out of Jeff. Like I wanted to, like I always like kids just do that because they need like degrees, the SATs and stuff. Like I had all of that down pat. Coach Boy made sure like all of that was set. Like I wanted to do it straight out of Jeff. Not a lot of people do that. Right. So, so when you do that, straight, like not really nobody goes straight out their high school no more. Right. So when you do that, that's a big accomplishment. Like it I is. just want to show the kids on the team and things like. It's still possible. You could do it. You don't got to go to prep school. You don't got to do all of that. You could do it straight from where you're from, right in Brooklyn. Right. Right. And why you think they, well, that ha- are people avoiding the regions or what's happening? Why, why nah, they- I don't think it's that. I just think like like kids, they take school for granted, like not really working hard in school. And that got to come first with grades. Right. So you won't right. be in a predicament like that. You got you to gotta stay back another year to get everything right. Like stuff like that, 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 that don't work. Right, where'd, where'd, right. you, where'd you get that focus from at an early age? Um, like my mom and my parents always like was heavy on me with my grades. Like always was on top of me. They never really, like they, and Bud wanted me to do it. Like, yo, I want you to do this straight out of Jeff. Like, you could do it. Like it's not hard. You can show everybody that I still hope a lot to do. You don't gotta transfer out, go to school, prep school. Be a post grad, you could do it. Oh, just four years. If you don't need an extra year, you can right. do it. Right. So, tell us about. So, tell us about the on the court, the pros on the court of being a guy that stayed in New York City, Brooklyn, whatever. Um, and you know, as a point guard, you know that's like you know legendary point guards have come out of New York City. You know that. So. Tell, like, do you feel battle tested having stayed in New York City and had to? Yeah, go definitely. Like in the PSA, yeah, it's a fight at night. It's always a hard game. Nobody just ain't gonna let you come into their school, and they not gonna come into your school just letting you beat on them and run them out the gym. Like, I feel like every night it's a fight. And like being a being a person I am, when everybody play me, they want to play their best because I'm the top guy. So when they they gonna play their best against me, they gonna give me all they got. So that's what keep me sharp. I got to stay sharp, be ready for everybody. They going to come at me with their best, so I can't take a night off. Right, right. And so how, how long you been you been feeling that that type of pressure in terms of? I feel so. Since, since I stepped in as a freshman, like, uh-huh. since the word got out, I, my freshman year average about 25 or something. Since like that first half of the season, after the first half, like the first half of the season, it was brand new to everybody. Like, yo, who this kid? Who the freshman kid? Who the freshman kid? But the second half of the season, Everything changed. Now I'm getting fouled more. People mm. playing me tougher, more double teams. So it, it got tougher. Ever since, like, after we came home from our trip, we went to uh, we went off to Florida to play in the tournament. Like, teams started playing me different. Like, the word got out. Like, nah, stop him. That's the best way you got to stop him. So that's when it started changing. Right. How, did, how, did you, how did you adjust to that? Um, definitely, like, just being tougher. Like I had to play through a lot. I had to play through it. 
I just played through being fouled, not looking for the refs. I just got to play my game and play tough. And and then the off season, did you you know get in the weight room a little harder? And yeah, definitely, definitely. I just yeah. have to definitely have to get stronger and to be ready because that's just how I'm gonna be played for the rest of my years in high school. What's uh? Tell us about your work ethic. I mean, obviously you're a hard worker. What's your daily routine like right now? Um, since 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 this Corona thing, like it's just been a lot of open gyms, like a lot of open runs. So I just like every day. Every day I just try to go to open runs just to like keep the five and five live players, nothing like that. Like you can work out, you can work out a lot, but you gotta you gotta feel some real sense game. Like it's cool the cones and all of that, but you need live defenders, like you gotta work on your game. So I just try to stay going to a lot of open runs every day. Any open run I can find that's around my area, I try to go. So Cole, you mentioned COVID. Uh did that did that have any did that affect your your college? recruiting or decisions uh i felt like i felt like it did because i would have been we got a chance to play in the uibl circuit with our team with psa i played with psa so i didn't get a chance to play because of covid but i felt like definitely if if we would have played like it would have been crazy what other schools were you looking at uh pittsburgh oklahoma state fordham virginia tech uh those was my final five right there Mm. Yeah, those are my final five. How's the season gonna play out? Are you? What are you hearing? Are you gonna? Are um, you gonna I'm have hearing. A I'm, I'm seeing that uh, Catholic school just got approved, like to get back in eight gyms and stuff. So hopefully we should be next. I see everywhere else they um, they having their high school season. So hopefully I'm hearing. I'm hearing we gonna have one. So I'm just keeping the best hopes up, hoping that we do. And how's your team? You know, you know, Brooklyn is all about South Shore and Jefferson. So how that? How's that going to line up this year, man? If, uh, if you do play. Just like every year, it's going to be a good dog fight. It's a rivalry matchup. It's going to be like every year, just a tough game. Describe your game for people who haven't seen you. Um, I say, I say, um, uh, uh, I don't know. I really, I really let other people describe my game. But if I was to tell somebody, definitely, like, I think my IQ. Mm. That's something that's very underrated about me. I don't think really a, a lot of people just know me for the kid that can score, score a lot. But I think like my IQ and just seeing things on the court before it happens and making things happen on the court is really separating. And what, what do you think is the best part of your game and what part do you want you really want to work on uh, going into your, your freshman season in college? Uh, definitely, I think my passing, like my IQ, like I said before, is my best. But what I need to work on, I think, just getting more athletic. Mm -hmm. Let me chime in because I, I, you know, I've coached in fun sport a lot and not, and fun sport is they play that at Jefferson. And it seemed like every time I came in there, I saw you on the side court with the gun, putting up shots. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So your work ethic, Hofstra is getting the guy that, that has a crazy work ethic and, you know, Speedy Claxton knew what he was doing, man. So. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to the Hofstra staff. Y'all scored big on this one. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. What um, are there players? What players do you look up to and, and maybe try to emulate, take pieces of, of their game? Um, definitely like in the NBA, definitely watch a lot of like Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, like Damian Lillard, mm. John Morant. Like I like Chris Paul, guys like that. I, I watch a lot of their game, point guard, James Harden. Guys definitely like that. 
Real easy to watch Kyrie and James Harden right now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, catch that in one bird. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. So, as far as when you look at your future, you you have uh you have NBA dreams, I assume. Yeah, definitely have NBA dreams. I think that's that's definitely since a kid. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's definitely my dream. Before we let you go, tell tell us uh, or tell the fans of Hofstra what what they can expect uh, next year. Um, definitely winning. Definitely winning a great point guard extension of my coach and just the next best thing. All right, man. Uh, once again, Jaquan Carlos, uh, class of 2021, top 150 player committed to Hofstra, a 5'10 point guard at, at uh, Thomas Jefferson right now. We'll be watching. Um, we, you know, we can see big things, no doubt about it, at Hofstra and beyond. Uh, so good luck with everything and I appreciate you coming Thank on. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Shout out to East New York, too, man. Stay yeah, right city, baby. Definitely. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, peace, brother. All right. Class of 2021. So, you know, people will be able to see him on TV next year uh, for Hofstra. Um, you know, I, he'll be a little under the radar because, because you know, Hofstra's not a, a power five school, uh, but he's one uh, definitely to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a bucket getter. We call that a bucket getter. Um, you know, he, he put Jefferson on the map uh, and helped Jefferson, you know, propel as one of the better programs here in New York City. Shout out to his coach, Bud, and Sheldon Jefferson over there. They do a good job with those guys. And, um, you know, Hofstra's getting a special, special kid with him. And like I said, his work ethic is 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 the real deal. Every time I've seen him, he's he's in the gym, you know, and. You know, he was in the gym tonight doing the interview and looked like he was about that's to right. put up shots right after. So, that's right. you know, that that's young what man. It takes. That's, that's what, what it takes. takes. That's what it takes. Yes. No and Hofstra, Hofstra getting, uh, you, know, that, you know, that's a big time recruit for Hofstra uh, to get a one, you know, a top 150 guy. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, you know yeah. maybe, maybe Hofstra will be on the map too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So thanks for listening to another great episode of Up Next. Uh, keep following. Uh, keep subscribing. Keep listening. All that good stuff. Keep following on following us on social media at Up Next Pod on Instagram at Up Next underscore Pod on Twitter uh, and, and on YouTube soon to come. Hurry up and subscribe to our YouTube page. Yes, sir. Thanks for thanks for all the support thus far. Peace, everyone. Ball player, ain't no watching from the side. Uh, picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky. Uh, said you got up next, but gon' show them why. Uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green, got me a scally before he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check. Uh, they had then, I got now. Now guess who next? Uh,